We all have these areas in our lives that are tendencies to be closets where we hide hurt or we hide fear or we hide anger. And we think because it's upstairs and it doors closed and it's dark in there yeah. and they might not be able to pull, find that, you know, the old pull switch. Yes. And maybe even it's broken and you're glad because it's only the little niblet up top. <laughs> I got this made. It's dark in there. No, that's how we treat our. But when we illuminate it and we expose it to light, it may be at times painful yeah but the freedom and that's why there's freedom in christ that's really powerful welcome to weary dads i'm your host pj weary and, and my co-host yeah that's me co-host is dad pete weary um, we've never talked about why you're the host and I'm the co-host. And co-host and co-host. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, um, it's kind of like you're Tom Brady and I'm Gronk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's all right. And and for those of you that are that's like, cause, I that's because you you're the funny one. You're from New England. <laughs> you all love. I, I don't even like the Patriots. Now PJ does, which really means he'll check in on it once in a while, because he likes other stuff that's probably more important. But probably just lost three listeners right there. Yeah, right there. Three yeah, no, like there's a, nothing more important. cheat. Yeah. Oh. Um. Today we want to talk about light wins. Yeah. Wow. After that introduction, all right, light wins. Yes. So this is the year's theme for Nations of Coaches, which is. is the ministry that you work with. Yep. Tell us a little bit about how it corresponds to uh, your ministry. Like, how, how does Light Winds fit into so, college? So, interesting. This is basketball. not the theme for Nations of Coaches other than for this year, but it may be carried forward because it's such a powerful concept. So each year, my boss will take some time in the scripture, um, Tommy Kyle, and he'll work through it, read, and come up with uh, something that strikes his heart. So he started in John, and you know, I, I can imagine this. He's thinking, okay, well, I get to John chapter four, five, six, whatever. But in John chapter one, he reads in uh, like verses five and six, uh, in them is darkness, uh, or in him is light, and the light overcame the darkness. And, and and he's going through that portion, and he's thinking through it, and he basically said, here's the truth, light wins. And the amazing thing is that is not just a portion of scripture that is a scientific fact i mean people can say what they want but if you have a dark room and you put any sense no matter the size of light the light always overcomes the darkness and to me that is first of all amazing it just really is. And I'm not sure if I could convey it like I want to, but it has struck me more and more. We got T-shirts given uh, to us probably uh, two months ago. And I get the T-shirt. And the first thing I thought was, hey, that's not a bad design. Okay, that's why. But I've worn that Light Winds T-shirt. And um, there are some times where you get a theme from work and you go, okay, congratulations. Careful how I say it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But this has stuck with me. Yeah. It's really been powerful, no matter what. Well, I mean, I don't work for Nations of Coaches, and it stuck with me. I, well, I that, really liked it. Because you said, hey, Dad, let's do a podcast on light wins. And so this carries obviously more than college basketball, um, although that could be a dark place. 
Um, I think it carries in so many areas. And when we were discussing this before, you even mentioned stuff about philosophy. So run the gamut on that a little bit. Well, and I love that you brought that up because darkness is everywhere. Ooh. And light needs to go everywhere. And I think that's why this uh, theme from your work really stuck with me. Um, I think it's a great way to talk about one, uh, my life verse, let your light shine, uh, so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven, Matthew five sixteen. And so you have to create something good in order to beat darkness. If you just fight darkness just to fight it, then you're just part of the darkness. Like you don't solve darkness in a room by adding more darkness. So you have to create something like light in the context of John, in the context of Matthew, are these good works. And when you look at, for instance, Jesus, good works uh, it, that is just a picture of him, right? It's just who he is. Like when we, when we are doing good works, we are acting Christ-like. It's not just that we are doing good things. It, we're supposed to do that to shine our light by acting Christ-like. And so the ultimate light is Jesus. Well, it's interesting you say that because one of the most powerful um, uh, teaching lessons you could do is I am the bread of life, I am. And one of those is I am the light of the world. Right. And it's interesting that you have correlated that with good because here's some things. People look at sometimes Christianity as binding and constraining, but the truth is it's freeing over the bondage of darkness and sin and good works. If you look at what Christ did, it was to uh, do, and you know, people will jump up and down about this because Christ is the true gospel, but there is some social work that he did that was showed his light and goodness, uh, healing, loving widows, his uh, great TV series that my wife, uh, my, Lisa, your mom, my wife and I have loved, the chosen. One of the episodes is how he dealt with children. And if you read the scripture, how he invested in mm -hmm. children, he was light to children. He showed love to children. Um, you mentioned your life verse. It's really interesting you say that because um, you quoted it. And, and before you were like, uh, we were talking about it, you were st <laughs> struggling with it. The funny thing is, my life verse was um, Acts twenty twenty four, but none of these things uh, move me. Neither count on my life dear unto myself. And that's all I can really remember. Mm -hmm. It basically finished my course with joy. And then I, I pulled a major um, Christian faux pas because I changed my life verse. So I don't really know if it's your life verse because it's really your <laughs> 20 year verse. All right. And my anniversary verse. And that is Second Timothy 2. Too, where it talks about where I will teach others who will teach other faithful men who will teach others. I mean, this, and that is only done by showing forth Christ likeness mm -hmm. and taking the time to invest that light, which includes everybody the widow, the fatherless, children, those in need, those with, that are sick. As, as well as you still need to do with the businessman because the businessman who's doing well, he's got challenges. And the Bible tells us, what about the rich man? It's like the eye of the needle. Like, you know. It's like camel yeah. being stubborn, so trying, trying to get, to get through, through the it. gate. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. They, 
are caught up in the uh the at least the gray areas it may not be total darkness of the business world which is ethically challenged incessantly as well as you know we just got done college basketball you name it when there's ever um, finances involved it can get at best murky which leads me to think of right away water in the ocean atlantic murky water and i'm always afraid of who will be right around the corner in that murky water a shark yeah jaws ever since you saw jaws that's it <laughs> well that's, that, that's like well i mean um fear uh is it is an easy thing to see into the dark right light chases away fear light is obviously really connected to love you know in that you know perfect love casts out fear um hey before you go there i gotta yeah. say this and i want you to go there but i just took you and your brother yeah on a trip to New England, which, yep. by the way, we probably should do a podcast with why that was so good. Yes. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You Sharing your childhood with your kids. Yeah. So do you remember when I showed you the house there? This is so amazing that we're, we're at this point in this podcast. Folks, if you don't listen to the rest of the podcast, listen to this point because this is my childhood. And what PJ just said about darkness and light is so true. Do you remember that garage? It was big. It was a stone garage. There was a big driveway. And then Is this, we, uh, the house in Norfolk. Yes. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So there's this garage. What you don't know is there was two floodlights out there. We used to have the basketball hoop out there and the two floodlights so I could shoot at night. It was awesome. And what you don't know also, there was some shrubs coming down this walkway, which seemed like 200 yards. Looking at it now, it was only 50 yards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at night, where the floodlights stopped, to get to that back door was dark. And every time I ran across a by, I ran then. Yeah. When I got there, I ran. Oh, yeah. When I got to every corner, I swung my arm out to hit the bad guy. Yeah. Because there's only what in darkness? That's where the bad guys lurk. Well, and it's it's funny because, I mean, I think everyone has felt that exact feeling going up oh, basement yeah. stairs. Oh. There's nothing worse than dark stairs behind you. Oh, someone's going to grab your ankle every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> and it, But you said it. You turn the light on, it's not so bad. No, no, no. I mean, that's like a, when you and you uh, spoke on this at uh, the church in, um, in a, Windsor, Lock, Windsor, Windsor Lock, yeah. Windsor, Connecticut. Uh, just talking about even a nightlight makes a huge difference. I mean, stubbing your toe is a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I talk about it and you get it. Like it's the nightlight reveals the Lego. And for those in this house right here, let me tell you, there are two dangers zones in my life. There are Legos from the kids, which if you step on those at night, that's the worst. <laughs> and dog bones. I don't know how many dog bones you need to have for three dogs. Okay. I have stepped on those things at night. And I've th stepped on them too. And they're they're not, not even my dogs. Yeah. Uh, right. And you go, man, that hurts. So what, I'm grateful. What, what I wanted, where I wanted to go with it, and I love that you gave us that clear picture is you so many people it's so easy to look into the darkness and lose your vision mm -hmm. and it's what's important is so you know like if, if if you look into the dark you don't see anything and i think a lot of people get so caught up in what's wrong with the world that they can't focus on what's what's good and what's right and work on building it bigger the way you beat darkness um, you know, there is adjusting your eyes to the lighting and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, the metaphor breaks down there. But really, the way to beat darkness isn't to go into the darkness. It's to make the light brighter. Mm -hmm. And I really... When, when we look at the way uh, 
truth works, the way that God makes things happen, uh, I think that creation comes first. Because you can't defend, you can't defend something that's not there. So you have to produce first, and you have to create first. So if you're not building a good life, if you're not building good character, uh, you know, kind of like the idea of like the the bad boy who like gives his life and defends people. But the only reason that even works is because someone else built a good life that he's defending. Yeah, and it's he's always a tragic figure because he's redeeming at the last instant a wasted life. Mm. And so what I love about this is, is it does two things. One, it expresses hope, which is really important. And the other one is it focuses our eyes on winning instead of not losing. Because one of the biggest struggles I had early on, even in my career, so whether you're a Christian or not, I, I just think this is great advice. At least it was really key for me. I was focusing too much on not losing instead of focusing on winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was focusing too much on not losing what I had instead of building what I had. And it's a huge difference in mindset. So interesting you're, you're saying that because some of all this is what light does, right? It Light illuminates. Yeah. It opens your eyes to what is true. And then you are able to um, have a clearer picture where to go instead of being caught up and not losing. You're going, this is where I want to go. I, you know, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing towards the things that are before us. Yeah. Okay. Then the other thing light does, and I think this, you know, and I should know this, like I said, when I was sharing one time, I should understand this because I took biology twice. All right. <laughs> but the whole photosynthesis thing, this is how things grow. Yeah. Like you have to have light to grow and you go by any, um, you know, garden place and so forth. They've got set up where they have consistent light on plants so that it's gaining the photosynthesis that it needs. Okay. But light does so many other things. It, 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 it not only illuminates, it invigorates. Yeah. You walk in number one rule when we were teaching on a rainy day, our, our uh, principal would say, make sure to turn all the lights on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because if you're in a classroom that's dark. You're telling and, yourself to go to sleep. Right. Go to sleep. It's a dark day. Yeah. Y- you know, um, it's such a big deal. Um, and the beauty of light. Okay. And I, I don't even know where to. But even that when I, people talk about this all the time, I have a friend, Kurt Kramer. That dude sends me a picture once a week of a sunset. Yeah. But always of a sunrise. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. here comes another day. It's another opportunity. So there's so much about this idea of light. Um, and I think that's one of the roles we have as Christians is to be light. So I, I have a place I really want to go with this because in Florida, we get incredible sunsets. And there's a scientific reason for that, especially in the summer. Uh, so the Sahara. I feel like I'm going to learn something. <laughs> so the Sahara actually spreads sand that crosses the Atlantic in a great cloud that we can't see, except for when light refra- refracts off of it. That's why Florida sunsets are so crazy during the summer. And so, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, man. So, and we've kind of danced around it, but uh, it's, not, it's not exactly the same. But definitely light and its fundamental is a fundamental metaphor for truth. Yes. And that's kind of what we're dancing around yeah. a little bit. And I, I think there's uh, I think truth has gotten a bad rap as being pure accuracy instead of being life giving. 
And that's why I like that we're dwelling more on light because it has that more life-giving uh, effect. And I think a good example of that is the more light you pour into something, it can take something like most people would think of more dirt in the sky as a bad thing, and it turns it into something that's beautiful. Mm. And the deeper you dive into things, the more truth that you you grab and more light you put into stuff, the more beautiful it ends up being. So it's interesting because right away my mind goes to thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so this can be offensive to some, but man, like even this, um, when you talking about the Sierra does, I had no idea, but anyhow, you talk about that. I look at my own life before I had truth and knew Christ. I was dark. Mm. Okay. It was um, a tendency to look at, at times to be bleak. I didn't look at it that way. I mean, I wasn't like, Oh, I need God. I, I, I was just out on my life, but it was not a good trajectory. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it took a while for light to reflect into my heart to really see it. It took time. And it was that lamp under my feet and a light under my path. So I, I, I love that because, and this is my challenge to Christians. Um, there is a, sometimes a fear of uh, dialogue. Um, uh, oh, I don't have anything to say to these people. All oh, these people are pushing something on me. If we earnestly seek the truth, all truth comes from God. That's the whole kind of all truth is God's truth. God created the world. He's mm -hmm. not surprised by anything. Mm. He's in complete control and he gave us his word. It's all gonna line up. The un Whenever creation or uh, God's word doesn't line up, it's because of a problem with our interpretation of either both or one or the other. It's a problem with interpretation, not those things. They're made by the same author. And so the idea that all truth is God's truth is just it's so empowering because we can go out and we can search and we can find things in God's word that we can learn from. And even in God's word, uh, when you look at the Proverbs, there are Proverbs that are clearly taken from other cultures, word for word. They looked at other cultures and said, this is good wisdom. This is truth. This is God's truth. And I'm going to put it into scripture. And so, and obviously that, that's it's interesting because right away, Proverbs, I think the, uh, the path of the just is a shining light. Yeah, absolutely. And so just to like look at, at these sort of things and understanding that uh, we can create good things and we like everything good is God's. Every good and every perfect gift comes from God. All truth is God's truth. And I think that's a powerful uh, thing to understand about all of this that... We, we don't have to be afraid of the truth. And it does take courage to, I, I was just talking to uh, Joseph Meyer on his podcast the other day about this. It takes courage to pursue the truth. It takes courage to shine light on things. Because, I mean, it, you know, it reminds me of um, that movie Spotlight, which yeah. is really, really painful. Like, I mean, <laughs> when something is ugly, when something is painful, uh, there is a natural. I want to. I want to get away from the light. I. I don't want to mess with it. You know. Have you ever? You seen want to sweep it under, under the, the rug. rug. And what's Absolutely. under the rug? Light or darkness? Darkness. Mm. I mean, and that's literally. You know, just the way. When you pursue truth, it will change you, and that's a scary thing. Well, what does light do to areas of your life when you allow it to look in you? 
Yeah, it, it illuminates your own sin. Yeah, it, it illuminates it, it, your own weaknesses. The word I thought is exposes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It exposes areas that I don't want to see in my life. Right. And the truth is we all, and I always use this illustration. When you walk into somebody's house, you go into their living room, right? Yeah. You don't walk into their bedroom and open up the closet. I would hope not. <laughs> do, do, even that I said that sounds so awkward. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. But we all have these areas in our lives that are tendencies to be closets where we hide hurt or we hide fear or we hide anger. And we think because it's upstairs and it doors closed and it's dark in there yeah. and they might not be able to pull find that, you know, the old pull switch. Yes. And maybe even it's broken and you're glad because it's only the little nibblet up top. <laughs> I got this made. It's dark in there. No, that's how we treat our. But when we illuminate it and we expose it to light, it may be at times painful yeah but the freedom and that's why there's freedom in christ that's really powerful yes absolutely so what, what when you were talking um i thought about a number of things that i can't get away from about light not only that light wins not only that it illuminates not only that it helps uh, growth not only that it exposes okay but every person provides or given the opportunity to provide light in areas that we can't all be like, mm. like, like we're not the sun and the moon. We can't be everywhere. Right. So everybody needs to be light where they are. Yes. Your mom and I had an experience the other day where we just were encouraging someone. We were trying to be kind. We were being Christ-like and the lady opened up to us and shared how her son is, um, got a potential uh, prison sentence. And we mm. prayed with her right there. It, that all started by being kind, gracious, and prayerful, prayer, uh, prayerfully being light. I see it. I'm like, man, and you know what we did? I said, Let, let's pray with you. And that may be an affront to somebody. If she had said no, I would have said, okay. Yeah. I've, I've done that four times in the last three weeks where I've said, hey, man, I hear that. Can I pray with you? Yeah. I've never had anybody say what? No. Mm. And the funny thing is, Without one of the darkest times of this country was 9-11. Yeah. And when 9-11 occurred, I remember you were probably 11 or 12. What grade were you in? Do you remember? Oh, um... Fourth or fifth grade? You were probably in fifth grade. I, wanted, I was going to school, at, uh, so I would have been sixth grade. Okay, First Baptist, Mishawaga. So yeah. here's the crazy thing. I remember all that going on. The natural response was pray for our nation, pray for it. it needed light. It was a very dark time, even how it all went down. Yeah. And so it's interesting to me that we are, when things look, by the way, when things are dark, number one thing people do is turn to light. Yeah. Uh, so if we could summarize all this, I think, you know, light is life giving. Um, I think for me, the main takeaway and what I, I came and wanted to, to share was uh, make sure that you are creating light, not just fighting the darkness. Because if oh. you're making something good, it will push back. It will push back evil and it will attract other light. Honestly, you'll attract people to you because you are the light. I mean, that's the whole point of Matthew five sixteen. Yeah. Right? Other people will see it. Um, and you don't, I mean, we don't want to go there, but you don't hide it under a bushel. No. Right, right, right. You're gonna let it shine. No, that's the whole. That's the whole point of that. Uh, if you could sum up for our listeners, um, the main, uh, what's the main takeaway you would want them to have? 
I guess it would be this. We have said this a couple times, light wins. We live right now in a very um, murky, at times dark, at times opaque, just like I can't see through all this stuff. Uh, questioning of authority, society, fear, anger, judgment, and that can be discouraging. Yeah. The best thing we can do, and you said, is not to throw more darkness at it, but to throw the light of Christ-likeness, the light of truth, the light of being a believer that's shining. Because this sounds really like the ultimate ending to a podcast, but it's true. Light wins every time. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Really uh, inspiring. Thank you for oh, my privilege. Love you, buddy.